Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Guess who's back? Back again. That's right, it's Walt Disney World. Back open after all this time, and Jess, Heather, and Jeff are here with the grand reopening trip report. Plus, Icelandic stream therapy, how to get a job at Halloween Horror Nights, and the trivia world of Sid and Marty Croft. Dust off your mouse ears and order a Dole Whip for me. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. Guys, how did we find ourselves in this situation again? For the second time this year, we ended up trapped in the bottom of a collapsed mine shaft. At least we're all pros at this point, and everything is going like clockwork. The food running low, the lights growing dim, and Dave going off the deep end and wandering into the darkness to rule his subterranean kingdom. At least we only had to wait a month this time for the rescue operation to dig us out. Finally, we emerged blinking in the sunlight to see the turn of the last century train station behind a, a giant flower planter depicting a talking mouse. It's funny how they managed to hide that ancient mine shaft right in front of the Magic Kingdom. They must have painted the entrance go away green. Anyway, before we hit the parks, let's catch up on some travel news. But first, I was wondering, hypothetically, if all of a sudden there was an unexpected opening for a new attraction in Tomorrowland, what futuristic Disney IP would you like to see move in? Hmm. I would like to see if maybe Stitch had to be replaced. I would love it if it was something from the black hole with the evil yeah. robot or whatever talking Ooh, to you and being yeah. very scared. Oh. Realistically, I, that would never happen, but that would be awesome. Yeah, that's, that's what I was maximizing. <laughs> I mean, all they have to do is take a few of the trash cans and convert them slightly. They that's right. Like the robots from that movie. So. <laughs> yeah. Maybe meet the Robinsons. Oh, I love I that. I always thought that, that was a cute movie. Mm-hmm. Super underrated film. Yeah. Very much. I just watched it for the first time this past week, and it was really, it was really good. That's a good one. I love it. Bowler hat guy. Oh, spoiler (laughs) alert! Wait, no, you didn't say who he was. (laughs) They always, they always get me with the uh, Walt Disney quote there at the end when they tie it back in with Walt. I'm like, oh god! Uh And they say, "Remember, you can smoke pickled cigarettes at any time. (laughs) You can find my frozen head inside the old mine shaft." (laughs) I remember when he said that. Yeah, yeah, right, taken right out of the film. (laughs) Good old Uncle Walt. (laughs) Um, I was going to go with one of their another one of their obscure live action ones and say the flight of the navigator. Oh, excellent! Oh, that's a good one. It's perfect because they could take the the spaceship that they already have off of the uh, drink stand. Right yeah, there that's right. Yeah. Totally is it? <laughs> they can use that right in the attraction. It'd be perfect. Isn't that actually what that is? Yeah, yeah. A yeah. screen used that's the ship. Prop. It used to be on the backlot tour at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and then yeah, they turned. I it forget into- that movie's Disney. I loved that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a great movie. Some jerk had to go and paint the ship red and throw it up on a drink stand. <laughs> yeah. No respect. I get no respect. Yeah. I was trying to remember. I was, I was hoping that uh, the last Starfighter was Disney so I could say that, but it's, Oh man, I love mm, that. Nope. That one's great. Well, that never stopped Disney from making an 
a <laughs> land out of it if it's not Disney. That's true. I'm sure they'll own it at some point. What could is you it be Fox? Is of? it every other? Any uh, other it's, thing they own? It was uh, Warner. Some some company that was owned by Warner. So uh, hmm. It's going to take a bit for them to get that one. Our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Uh, hey, Jess, what's happening in the theme parks this week? All right, well, news from uh, Walt Disney World. They have announced officially that Primeval World, Rivers of Light, and Stitch's Great Escape are permanently closed. Oh, man. Oh, R.I.P. Rivers of Light. And and nothing of value <laughs> was lost that day. Um, no. <laughs> so Stitch's Great Escape has technically been closed since 2018. That was For the last time years, it actually yeah. had a show. Yeah. Um, and then there was a photograph that circulated um, a while ago of a completely skinned stitch animatronic that was was nightmare inducing but it was was disturbing yeah um yeah so they they've torn this down for a while and they've been using it as a a stitch meet and greet area through the queue so this is this is really no big surprise that this is getting torn down and and hopefully we'll actually get a good ride and it's what do they do with the burp smellitzers though (laughs) Uh, bob chapek uses those at home he's got a he's got a weird fetish um (laughs) Uh, Rivers of Light only lasted about roughly three years. Uh, never received high reviews. No, it was not and considered broke down all the time. Yeah, they had massive issues with the the floats that they were using and the technology. I was going to say the, the cast previews for it lasted about half of that three years. Yes, trying to yeah. get it dialed in. <laughs> it, uh, After they sunk a barge and yeah, you know it was really pretty late. to look at, but just nothing happened. And then we, mm-hmm. I recently laughed. Or in when was it? February got to see they did mm-hmm. a dessert party there. Even with free food and booze, I still didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> that says a and lot. And that was a brand new version of it that had yeah. just yeah. They watched. added a they added better a little more upbeat music and some IP and stuff. And it's still just I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh not it really was very pretty. It definitely it made photographed some pretty well pictures at night just wasn't that entertaining Mm -hmm. and it felt like you had to load because it's a stadium show you had to load in there way before the show then the show then you have to wade to get out of Mm -hmm. there it just the whole thing took forever and i think they probably stopped it i don't think they're gonna be open at night anymore like for the very foreseeable animal kingdom Yeah. yeah Yeah, they've they've got the amphitheater that they built. So mm-hmm. I, eventually they'll they'll probably bring something back. Let's have just, a 1950s water ski show. I would love something <laughs> like that. Right now the daytime show yeah. yeah. there. Yeah, right now they've got the boats with the characters and the drummers going through and they do pass through that area. So mm-hmm. if you and it's a nice empty space if you want to have somewhere to go sit. So yeah, something sure. like the Go-Go's vacation video, water yeah. skiing, uh-huh. pyramids of Yes. Uh, And Primeval World was a standard spine crushing roller coaster. Spine crushing. Carnival monstrosity that was added to Chester and Hester's dumpster fire when they ran out of money for (laughs) Animal Kingdom. Uh, No love lost there. I rode that thing once in 2007 and my back still hurts. So (laughs) kiss my ass. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, um, but no word on anything else in that carnival area of uh, Chester and Hester's. So. 
Yeah, that, I'm curious whether that's going to stick around or if we can. So what was it? There's the du- triceratops there. spin, which is just Aladdin and Dumbo, mm-hmm. but worse. Right, and then the the carnival games, mm-hmm. and that's that's all that's carnival over there. Carnival games, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a that the boneyard playground is near. Yeah, those are all sort of separate parts of Dino Land USA. So the the sort of carnival section really only consisted of that ride. Yeah, and the other ones. So. But I don't think we're going to be seeing any major replacements built anytime soon. I think no. this was just sort of an easy way for them to say, yeah, it's, these are. It's kind I of interesting we... that they would shut an attraction like Primeval World down right now when they probably don't have the cash to replace it. Well, you could replace right it for about $300. <laughs> That's how much yeah. they spent. I did <laughs> read that the company that made that actual thing, um, the company's out of business and they can't get parts for that anymore. And they've been having to oh. machine themselves a lot of replacement parts. And it's getting to where it's cost them more to keep it open than to close it. Well, so what's going to happen to Goofy Sky School out at Disneyland? That's basically the same ride. It's the same type, but I think it's mm-hmm. by a different company. Oh, really? Yeah, so Interesting. Well, it doesn't. It feels do the, yeah, it's, it's, it's turny. A, it's a, oh, it doesn't spin, but it's still a wild mouse. Yeah. Mouse. Yeah. Crazy mouse. Crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of those little. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess Goofy's doesn't the spin other one, around on yeah. it. Primeval World is spin. spinning the whole time just to add further mm-hmm. vomit to you. <laughs> I think that's where the. That's where I do enjoy Goofy Sky School. Love that one. Well, rest in peace, those three horrible attractions. Um. Yeah, Primeval <laughs> World was uncomfortable. The car itself yeah. was uncomfortable. It was very. Not just the a jerky ride, but they sort of shoved you in four people all sitting next to each other and the the seats were small and can't do that in these uncertain times no and it was always too hot and i hated that right yeah that whole area i don't get what i mean i know what they were supposed to look like an abandoned carnival set up in a parking lot but why though because they (laughs) ran out of money yeah they were it's a really really complicated story that isn't worth <laughs> going what into for another day. <laughs> it would take me about 20 minutes to cover it all. It's ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> well, let's hop down the road. Uh Universal Orlando Resort is beginning Yay. their auditions for Halloween Horror Nights mm. this year. Oh man, if I lived locally and so excited. I, I would I would be <laughs> Oh, you that. would be I a love killer scare actor. Yeah, they're they're looking for haunted house scare actors and street performers. Um oh. and you don't have to have any experience. Um but you know, there might be hope for you, Jeff Jeff, if you're willing to go down there once it's happening. Uh the the auditions are virtual. Um mm. if you're okay. interested, you're asked to submit a video as well as a headshot, a resume, and a full-length photo. <laughs> um and so the oh. deadline for that is July twentieth, if you Want to give a shot, Bye. Jess? You could have just followed us around last week with a with a video camera and uh, Jeff. What what prior ex- work experience do you got? That's his prior experience. Just to <laughs> somebody follow us around to Disney Park for a week. Yeah, just <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> jump scare. All of the jump scares. If this face won't scare people, I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> And but that we have we still don't have any news on any of the houses or scare zones or anything. Um, Halloween Horror Nights starts on September 10th. Um, Hopefully we hear something soon. Yeah, there are there are rumors floating out there that seem mm-hmm. relatively credible, but uh, hopefully we'll find out soon. I've heard a strong Beetlejuice rumor. Yeah. There is a map going around the interwebs that a corporate mole tells me is Fairly accurate. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to have we'll, to find that. Yeah, well, we'll have to see on that one. 
they're they're moving full speed ahead on this though. I'm excited. There's yeah, they've they've yet. said that they're they're going to have it and they're going to adhere to all of the um the cleanliness and and social distancing guidelines, but how they're going to do that, they they said they will announce closer to the event. So. Yeah, From the rumor map that I saw, out. it looked like far fewer houses so that they can distance. Yeah. Looked like it was 5 or 6 instead of 10 or 12. I'd, I'd be willing to bet in the houses we're going to see far less of the actual humans jumping out at you. Oh, um, that's true. You know, you can still mm-hmm. use them for for scenes and scares, but you're not going to have somebody getting in your face. Getting obviously. in your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the distancing will help with the experience in the houses. You won't have the group in front People of you to cling on to. And, and ruining <laughs> yeah. the timing of some of the scares. Yeah, they're still, oh, you're totally right. True. Yeah, I'm still bitter true. about my experience in the poltergeist house where they ruined every single scare because they were standing there taking videos in front no, of me and I no. saw everything coming. Yeah, and if you, depending on how, like, you can get off cycle to where the group in front of you points out all the hidey holes and you, then nothing scares you. Yeah, we yeah. had that although, experience although, in that Roman... it still scared Heather every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Roman murderous bird house that we thought was super lame, Stupid. my husband and son thought was terrifying. Like, yeah, what? but they're super lame. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, they were they were crowing about how it's really smelled like blood. Smelled like blood. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? <laughs> where where have they encountered blood in that quantity that they would know? <laughs> I'd be worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I hadn't spent some time in Nam. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, I would like I want to audition to be Beetlejuice if there's a Beetlejuice. Oh, sure. I think someone's already got dibs on that one. Yeah. I bet so. Maybe a professional actor. (laughs) Michael Keaton, maybe. (laughs) He needs something to do in these unprecedented times. Strangely enough, it's going to be Julia Stiles. (laughs) (laughs) They got a a combo deal. I'm the ghost with the most, babe. (laughs) There you go. That was a very, very good impression. That's that's about exactly how she sounds at the born stuntacular. Speaking about things that are terrifying, Heather's got a story out out of Iceland that goes perfectly with uh, our motto from last week of scream inside your heart. Yeah. Have you guys felt the, just felt the need to scream in the last four months? I know I have. Well, Iceland has a website that they've just released called looks like you need Iceland.com. <laughs> and they're inviting you to scream and they will release your screams all over Iceland into the wilderness. It's kind of hysterical. If you go to the website, you can choose where you want to release your scream. So they have all these beautiful photographs of of the wilderness spots where they have put they've set up these giant yellow and black speakers that say looks like you need Iceland on them. And you go to the website and you record your scream. And then how long does it take to hear your scream release? Not long, Dan, right? You try it. 30 seconds a minute after I submitted it. Yeah. And then you can hear it. So you just released. speak into your computer mic and mm-hmm. then it blasts yeah. out into the wilderness <laughs> on a speaker. That is correct. And they give you some. Can you, you say inappropriate tips. things? I mean, I didn't I, try, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, how long until someone just rips a fart into it? Let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> I knew you were going uh, as soon as we're done here. <laughs> I knew you were going there. <laughs> They say that there's that there's actual science behind this screaming as a therapeutic tool was developed in the 1970s as a way to release pent up emotion. 
What we don't realize is that the psychological response to wanting to scream lights up a part of our brain called the amygdala. Mm. The amygdala activates when you're under threat. And that is something we have all experienced in the last few months. So they really feel like this will help your psychological health if you just go and scream into Iceland. Tears for fears was right. It says right (laughs) on here how to let it out. Jeff, can you give us some pointers on how to let it out? Feel like you know what? Just just let it out like you're let at flows. Like you're at flows, and the and the chef just came to talk to you. It oh, says, yeah. "Stand with your feet <laughs> hip width apart. A slight bend in your knees. Relax your shoulders." Wait, are we talking about screaming or departing? <laughs> <laughs> Either one. Because that's imagine my a baby when it one. cries and screams. The noise comes from the baby's gut. This is where your scream should come from. Yeah, Put your don't hands on your, your belly throat. and. Take a few deep breaths before you begin. And then they say once you feel once you feel safe, they'd love you to come and visit Iceland and go see the spot where your scream was released. Well, I I do want to go to Iceland. Yeah, they are not closed. They've been open the whole time. They'll they'll give you a little covid test at the airport and release you into the wilderness with your screams. <laughs> it's pretty funny if you go and you can listen every every you know you pick pick a site and every few minutes you'll hear somebody's scream. That's some great. people are leaving messages, some people Why would you scream into the wilderness, Dan? Well, I already told the world to listen to the Gold Key Adventure Society. I'll, ah. I'll put a clip of that at the end of the episode. <laughs> did you did you leave we it might on the finally one that, get a listener? That, did you have it have it released in the one that's near a town so somebody yeah. may have heard it? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that explains by. why we have an uptick in waterfall listenership. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you love to live in the town where it's just jackasses from all over the world? <laughs> listen that's to my so- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And then here's me later. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody having a nice picnic nearby. I recognize that one. (laughs) There's a bunch of people walking by, taking their pictures with the speaker box. So they seem to be into it. Somebody's going to hear it. Oh, well, yeah. I guess if you took a video of your own scream coming out of the speaker, that'd be something. Mm-hmm. Well, they do that, and they, they they'll email you a link to a copy of the video of your scream coming out of the speakers. So souvenir, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, souvenir uh, scream video. It's like a and this is a free service. Iceland. It sure Absolutely. is. Well, uh, I think it's only it. going to be up for about another week, so you better jump. Oh, up. I'll get Wyatt on it. Primal scream <laughs> there <you> therapy. Go. <laughs> Looks like you need Iceland dot com. You know what that means? Oh, that I'm means. Excited. Yes. For the best travel hacks when you're planning your trips, here's key to the world travel with just the tips. Just the tips. <laughs> we spend so much of the show budget on that jingle. Yeah. <laughs> Someday we'll even have music on it. It's, it's on my list, guys. Um, uh, this week's trip comes from Leah from Virginia again. Uh, this Leah week she is was... <laughs> great. She is full of tips. She's full of it. All right. Absolutely. This week, she's going to tell us a little bit about a great idea for hand sanitizer. This is Leah from Blacksburg, Virginia. Wanted to share a travel tip with you um, about sanitizer. So I take a little pocket sanitizer with me pretty much wherever I go, especially when I'm on vacation and traveling. I keep it in my purse or my backpack, my pocket, fanny pack, wherever. But it also takes a full-size container of sanitizer as well. With little pumps, that way, when I'm back in my room at the end of the day, Pop the top off the little one, use the pump to fill up the little one for me, for my husband, 
the mom, my daughter, whoever we're traveling with, so that we all have full sanitizers for the next day. You don't want to go to the gift shop and try and buy sanitizer because it's super, super expensive. So Especially now. Take some money, take it with you. Yeah, and I, I noticed in the gift shop at Pop, you could only buy one at a time. So. A lot of really? the stores yeah. around here are doing that. Mm-hmm. You can't buy in bulk. Uh, TSA is now allowing you to have 12 ounces of hand sanitizer what? in your carry-on. Yeah. Or God. <laughs> that is the exception like to the liquids rule liquid? is the hand yeah. sanitizer. I've been filling up a 12-ounce thing of what looks like hand sanitizer with vodka. <laughs> 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 Joke's on you, TSA. I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> Hey, as long as it's at least, uh, what, 70%, you're good that's to go. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's sanitizer and a good mixer for your drinks. I'm sanitizing yeah. my insides. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than using Lysol. I use UV light inside my body. Hmm. Interesting. You, you use the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> did you absorb that through the taint? <laughs> From your, your perineum sunning? You didn't say which, which end it was going in. <laughs> Thanks, Leah. That's a good about tip. That enough. Yeah, that was yeah. a great tip. It took a turn, but your tip was good. (laughs) Jess, back to Disneyland. Yes, uh, hopping over to Disneyland. Uh, In the news, we've got floor plans for the Disneyland Hotel DVC Tower Rooms. This is, uh, yeah, it's going to be a 350-room tower. uh, And there's going to be rooms that are called pods, which seem to be much smaller versions of studios. Um, studios. Kind of like the tower suites, Mm, the tower rooms at at Riviera. Yeah, the ones that that, have the Murphy bed. Yeah, those 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 look great. I think that's going to be a new thing Mm -hmm. we're going to see in DVCs are these just sort of super tiny studios like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, they also have one bedroom uh, and two bedroom and a grand villa uh, that Uh, has two separate levels onto it. And mm-hmm, three bedrooms like the ones at Bay Lake Tower. Yeah. So it these look pretty, pretty nice. I mean, it about looks what pretty you'd cool. I took a look at them uh, yesterday and that whole building looks like it's going to be a bit bigger than the other towers. Yeah, I always like yeah. those DVD kind of rooms. <laughs> they got a lot of special features. Mm-hmm. Yes. Logo that bounces from corner to corner. Yep. No word on that. Uh, when that'll be ready, but. I'm sure they're going to work on it as fast as they can. And they did say that when they do reopen, it doesn't look like they will be opening the Disneyland hotel with the other hotels still. So mm-hmm. whatever well, that will be. These pod yeah, rooms, the ones that they had at the Riviera were in a sort of corner mm-hmm. rounded part of the thing. And I assume what they're going to, what they figured out is rather than make some rooms that are in awkward angles, extra big, they just put a, tiny room in there and charge people for throw it. another room on there that you can mm-hmm. sell to two other people yeah the these kind aren't genius by the by the floor plans these aren't oddly shaped like those these are just sort of normal rectangle rooms but basically they look to be about the size of a of a standard hotel room so and, and, the, yeah. and the floor plan is basically the same and the bed is mm-hmm. only it a does murphy look like bed it's, right? it's using a murphy bed Perfect. yeah mm-hmm. definitely they're gonna they squeeze that in there but other than that i don't think you're you're looking at any sort of spacing or layout different than just a standard room those rooms are cool at riviera they're all in the in the round mm-hmm. yeah i just got a story from another disneyland park yes disneyland paris reopened uh just a few days ago on july 15th so that's that's cool had that another park is is back open and it already smells like a Hong cut Kong red is, onion <laughs> <laughs> what 
pits. <laughs> there are there are Arm some differences that uh, D- Disneyland Paris is doing a lot of the same things for safety, the physical distancing. They are limiting capacity. No fireworks. Um, they're changing up the character experience like they have here. Um, so no meet and greets, but they'll have ways for you to take pictures with characters. Um, closing the playgrounds. They have a lot of playgrounds at Disneyland Paris. A little different than we than you see in other Disney parks. Those are closed for now, of course. Lots of sanitizing stations. Um, annual pass holders and people with tickets only will require a park reservation in order to get in. However, if you have a hotel reservation, those guests are have guaranteed park entry and don't need any kind of reservation. So if you have a hotel stay, you can go in and out as you please. Kind of like what Universal That's more like doing. Universal, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The other difference is they are also still doing extra magic hours for hotel guests, which is a nice perk. And as far as the mask requirements, interestingly, they are requiring masks for guests 11 years old and older. They're not requiring them for children, mm-hmm. which I thought was an, was interesting. Legoland tried that in Florida and has very recently changed that. They changed that and now they have a, a mandate for everyone three and up at Legoland. Um, Disney, it's two and up. Disney, uh, sorry, Walt Disney World. I should, I should specify now that we have um, almost all of our Disney parks are open. Hong Kong unfortunately closed again um, due to some government regulations. Hong Kong's city government imposed reimposed um, a gathering restriction, so no, no groups of more than four people. People freak out because be- they had this. Huge in air quotes uptick in cases. It was fifty two cases. 52. Meanwhile, we're like seventeen thousand a day. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was a that was a government requirement that came down. So Disney didn't really have a choice, in spite of all of their safety things that were in place. Um, no establishment can have more than four people in it at a time. So, um, kind of makes the park financially uh, unable to. To operate with only four guests, That'd you got to find the cool four though. richest Disney fans in the world. Well, yes, I, and let that let them. That into could the be. That's probably sure. includes cast members too. So you got to have one guy running yeah, everything and exactly. three visitors. So one. Hong Kong, they said, uh, and then the way they announced it was just that they were temporarily halting operations there, and they hope that it won't be too much longer before they're allowed to reopen. Uh, so now that leaves us with Hong Kong and. Disneyland in Anaheim still not open. Uh, we got a little bit of news on that front this week. Uh, they notified guests all the way through August 8th that they will not be reopened at least through August 8th. So still for no, Disneyland for Disneyland. Yeah. Still no, no idea really when um, California is going to allow them to reopen. November 5th. It's kind of a wait and see. Yeah. Hopefully they're still in there working on the finishing touches of the Avengers campus. Fingers crossed. Yeah, there's. Yeah. Have we seen are are they, has it has construction resumed? Mm-hmm. It resumed at Disney World a month maybe before they reopened. There's yeah. some aerial um, photos I saw recently where, yeah, they've got like a Quinjet ready to put in. And I, I, it, it's it, I mean, they were pretty close to being 
finished. Yeah, it was supposed to open mm. July 7th? 7th, 7th yeah. or 17th. One uh, of those two. Yeah, mid-July. So, yeah, they I think were, it was they were, the 17th. They were putting facades on things back in, you know, beginning of March. So, yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully they don't have too much that they need to do because I really want to get out there and see it. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Everybody put on a mask so that we can go back to all yes. the Disney parks. Yes. Please. Please. <laughs> yeah. That which well, the last I checked, I woke up in a free country. <laughs> that is the problem here. It's ugh. I woke up in a free Disney park. If everybody yeah. would just do it for a for couple like six of weeks. Months. Yeah. Well, yeah. We can't do that though. I know. Can't have nice things. Well, Jess is going to tell us about another theme park that we can't go to anymore. Yeah, oh. we can't we can't go to this one. Because it doesn't exist anymore, but and we also couldn't go to this one because it was uh, it was indoors when it existed. So this was uh, um, so you guys, I'm sure all remember the weird and and drug fueled shows of Sid and Marty Croft. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, things like HR yeah, Puff and stuff, uh, Lidsville. <laughs> HR Puff and stuff was my ultimate jam when I was a kid, and I'm ashamed to admit I saw the movie. That they released in theaters when I was about maybe four or five, and Witchy Poo scared me. <laughs> Which is, Witchy she's Poo. a funny character. Witchy Poo was it. like the original Karen, though. That's okay to be scared by her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, the these shows by by the Croft brothers turned to be so popular that in uh, 1976 they opened their own theme park inside of the Omni Center in Atlanta, which is where I grew up. This was obviously a little before my time. Uh, it was the first theme park that was entirely indoors. So it was pretty, pretty interesting for that. Um, it was, it was set up as basically like multi-level, which was really strange. Um, the weird thing was that it also had the world's largest escalator. So you basically took that straight up to the top and then worked your way down through these, you know, pot fueled nightmares of <laughs> all sorts of Some LSD. This is in what is now the I CNN Center. Yes. So this is now the CNN Center. And that's basically what uh, what it was when I first saw it. Uh, but my sister went to this when when she was a kid and, and told me all about how it was just completely messed up. Uh, they had things like giant. They had a giant pinball machine dark ride which seems really cool so you sit in these oh yeah large balls and just <laughs> ricochet around just, sorry, did you just say something climb inside just, the balls, just getting in the balls and just bouncing your balls around um they they also had a crystal carousel that floated on a cushion of air and was horribly unsafe um, oh, awesome. Uh, my my favorite was that one of the levels was basically a weird twisted circus area uh, that can that had all these strange sections in it. But my favorite thing that I read about was it contained Betty Broadbent, which was a purple belly dancing rhino who was voiced by Ruth Buzzy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Ruth Buzzy voiced everything. Wasn't she also so. witchy poo? I think she was. Yeah, they, they had uh, a staff that didn't consist primarily entirely, but there were a, a lot of little people in their staff uh, that included the world's shortest living twins at the time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> it didn't last very long, though. Only a few years. Uh, it lost basically most of its visitors to neighboring Six Flags over Georgia, which was same admission uh, price, but a lot bigger. Um, but outside. But outdoors. Yeah. In Georgia huh. heat, which makes no yeah. sense mm-hmm. to me. Uh, I grew up in Georgia and and the summers are are brutal down there. So I don't yeah, see why unlike people... Orlando where it's nice and cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ted Turner bought the space and now it's the CNN Center where you can 
take the escalator up and buy Cartoon Network t-shirts. <laughs> there you go. And they have an ice skating rink there too. Uh, I think at one point they did. I'm not sure if they still do, but I accidentally watched them filming uh, WWE wrestling in there (laughs) or whatever the one Turner owns. When the theme park was open, when the theme park was open, they did host um, segments of a show that was called the world of Sid and Marty Croft that would introduce various shows that they had done. And they hosted uh, the host segments from the theme park. So Hmm. still couldn't sell it. All the felt I would in the have world. loved that because I was a big Croft Brothers super fan in the day. Yeah, those guys, uh, they were creative with very little money and a lot of felt. $40 <laughs> in a dream. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've been waiting for you to talk about this park for, I think, since we started doing this bit. Uh, <laughs> the, the pinball machine dark ride reading descriptions of it. it sounds amazing yeah there's there's surprisingly that. not a lot of really good photos of the place um no because it was the early 70s Nobody and people had. just did not take to it there the attendance well was and it wasn't that right in the middle of like that really bad recession yes. in the yes. early 70s yeah. the 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 endorsement of jimmy carter didn't really do much for it so <laughs> who'd have thunk i mean nobody had the gas to drive there yeah exactly <laughs> and oh, also wow. this was so at this time and in the section of Atlanta in the Omni Center, that area, that is that was a very bad section mm-hmm. of Atlanta. It's nice now. Mm. Yeah, it's nice now. They there was a lot of crime in that area. So I'm I'm sure it wasn't bringing a lot of the families down to check it out. Not a lot of ample parking down there, at least either. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, great planning, guys. Great, great, great idea, guys. <laughs> Let's Good put job. a theme park in an office building in a sketchy part of town. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? There's nothing but upsides. <laughs> and, and they weren't high at all when they came up with that. Not no, at all. No. <laughs> and you didn't even mention dicks once in that whole segment. I was screaming dicks in my heart. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to ask if there's anything else you wanted to, if you wanted to talk about before. Anything we... else you need to get off your chest? No, when, when the show's over, I'm going to go scream dicks at Iceland. You mean, so. you mean, yes. off, your, you mean off your chin? <laughs> Send me a link to that video, please. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, stick around because after the commercial break, we've got a firsthand account of what it's like to visit the recently reopened Walt Disney World Resort in the time of social distancing. <laughs> When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. 
That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Uh, guys, I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, so let's talk about going back to Walt Disney World. Ain't nobody got time for a fancy introduction. Guys, we were in Walt Disney World. Yes, we me. were. Yeah. <laughs> we sure were. Uh, let, let's start from the beginning. It's a very good place to start. Let's talk about the flights. What's, what's it like flying? I have been enjoying flying lately, actually. This was my third trip in a month. And I'm getting used to having my own row on yes. the airplane, which I don't think it's going to last for very long. But yeah, well, we hope not. nice. As yeah, much as I, I would I love to have not. my own row, uh, I would rather have money yes. from telling people travel. And lots of people traveling. <laughs> yeah, I have been flying and I uh, usually fly exclusively Delta and they are still blocking the middle seats uh, and limiting first class to only 50 percent of its capacity, which is great. Um, but uh, yeah, I haven't felt unsafe at all. Um, ev- mm. everyone is complying with the mask requirements, both in the airport and on the planes. Um, if anybody doesn't they, have they, one or pretends they don't have one, they give them one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they remind you, uh, only take it off, uh, in flight if you are actively eating or drinking. Um, and they are, they've stepped, they've really stepped up the sanitizing of planes. Delta sanitizes a plane and then leaves it for an extended period of time. A lot of it, because they're, you know, right now they're flying such a, a reduced capacity. They're able to sanitize the plane and then leave it for either overnight mm-hmm. or if like, for example, they're, um, they're flying like one or two flights to destinations a day. So once it gets there that and everyone's off, they can sanitize it and leave it for several hours. Um, so it really feels like the cleanest time to fly right now. Yeah. That flew um, Southwest the last trip we took, not this most recent one, but, and then they didn't have the middle rows done and all the same kinds of things. And I, I have no issue with flying right now. And the airport is dead. In mm-hmm. fact, it's weird because almost everything in the airports are still closed, even in Atlanta, which yeah. felt more populated than uh, MCO or, of course, my hometown airport. It's still half the stuff in there is closed. And this most recent trip, we saw uh, a lot more um, people in the airports, but still nowhere near normal capacity. Um, plenty of room, everybody. And it. I was just saying to Jeff when we were getting on the plane to leave Walt Disney World that I love it right now because no one is rushing the the door when it's time to board. You know, normally Mm -hmm. everybody is milling around and standing there when they shouldn't. Did you have a different experience? (laughs) (laughs) I I, um, due to scheduling cutbacks, I ended up having to fly spirit down. Oh, Um, uh. and I mean, anybody that's flown spirit that says a lot already but it's it's a lot like the greyhound bus of of flying um and they when i when i bought my ticket i realized that they were not clearing out the middle seats so i paid for one of their super big seats up front and luckily spirit united and frontier are no american spirit united and american all recently announced they're not Right. Locking the middle seat anymore they they ended up doing it right before we flew which was really strange but they um 
when we landed, it was about more than half full. The flight was. And when we landed, everybody just it was still an everybody for themselves. Everybody, yeah, I noticed it that was kind of the, when the plane land, everybody was still. Yeah. But up, when but... I flew JetBlue home before we even landed, they were like, look, you got to wait until the person in front mm-hmm. of you gets up. And everybody did it in an orderly manner. I yep. think it, you know, it just had to do spirit didn't really lead with that. And I feel like mm-hmm. if they had said, hey, guys, this is how we're going to do things. People would have. Yeah, Delta, Delta has been the, the flight yeah. attendants make an announcement and, and let you know exactly how they want you to do it. And yeah. the boarding process, every flight I've taken in, in the last month, no one is going to the board to, to yeah. get in line to board until they're called. That's true. Which, yeah. I wish which everybody would do anyway. that. Yes. I wish yeah, there's there's no need for it. You're literally like just getting five yeah. feet closer than you were yeah. sitting in the exactly. chair. With somebody, some family that's obviously they're like boarding group C75 or something. And they're, mm-hmm. they're standing right blocking there, blocking the door. Way. Like, Y'all, My favorite are the ones that come board. from like they've been get, getting food and they weren't listening to the boarding process at all. And they come waltzing up and just head straight for the door because yes, they think and then they fine. act all yeah. surprised that there's an actual process to it mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. uh, delta has also changed the way they board and they're boarding from the back to the front jet blue did that as well yeah mm-hmm. and they're saying that that so that minimizes the yeah. amount of time you're standing um and i did notice everybody was even when boarding the plane people are waiting for the person in front of them to get far enough away people yeah. are really are paying attention to staying apart uh, at least in the in the flying process and i noticed that um, through security too i had no problems with everybody was spaced mm-hmm. out great everybody yeah, had, it seemed thing. to flow a lot better than it ever does you know mm-hmm. so I'm, i had only one other family in front of me going through tsa at my airport and it was a family of seven and only the dad has ever flown and he wasn't good at it. <laughs> that sounds but they fun. all were trying to like argue and whatever and yeah. take your shoes off. And, no, you got to do this. I'm like, oh, yeah. and like, you're stuck behind the home alone family. It's yeah, it very much. <laughs> Kevin! Yeah. And planes are, uh, I've noticed airlines are also trying to sort of reeducate people lately too, because everybody kind of has a preconceived notion that airplanes are, just germ filled boxes and that they recirculate the air the entire time. And it's just not the case. They, they, well, it couldn't they, be. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I read, I read an article yesterday that was uh, an, an aviation engineer kind of explain, breaking it down and explaining that the air inside a plane is, uh, uh, it, they are taking air in from outside through the engines and it goes through hospital grade HEPA filters. And they were talking about the number of times that the air is 100% refreshed and it follows the CDC guidelines for a, um, a, secure, a secure hospital room, an infectious disease room. So you're, you don't have to worry about just getting something just from the air. Um, what makes you pick something up from someone else on an airplane is that you're in a small space and it's somebody, you know, coughing and sneezing in your face. And that's what the masks are for. Mm-hmm. So Spittle. I felt very, I felt very comfortable being on the plane and they are Delta. I don't know if other airlines are doing this. Delta's handing you a hand sanitizer and wipe as you board mm-hmm. the plane um, that you can yes. either, you know, wipe down your seat an extra time or your, your, um, TV, they say you don't need to do that because they've done it, but it's kind of an added layer of security to make people feel comfortable. Just kind of, I've just been collecting them and then using them 
when mm-hmm. I'm in a in a park or, or somewhere. <laughs> gonna, you should hang on to them. They're going to be used for currency after the Armageddon. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the Armageddon. Yeah. That's what you win in Thunderdome. Yeah. <laughs> Did any of you guys use uh, Magical Express? Not I didn't. since the late 90s. <laughs> no, I didn't I just use it don't. to the hotel. I used Uber to the hotel because I arrived later, but I did use it from the hotel back to the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was seamless. I, I tend to always use it back to the airport because I don't have to worry about picking up bags, anything like that. And it's it's pretty quick. But um, yeah, there was hardly anybody on my bus. They didn't direct me where to sit. I've heard that when you arrive... They sort of tell you before you get on the bus, sit here so that you're not sitting with these other groups. Mm-hmm. I read about that for when they're when, if you know, when they're having more people loading the bus. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's a little busier. Right. They assign your seat as you get on so that they keep rows empty. Yeah. Um, but we didn't have any, have any problems with that because it was pretty empty bus. It did look like they made another stop before us, um, but we went straight to the airport. So I'm not sure it did, if it's taking longer now. I would assume that they're kind of spreading the buses out a little bit more. Less buses. But there's less hotels, but I would think that you're probably making more stops right now. So you might want to still plan for a little bit of extra time. I've kind of heard both. um, I've talked to some folks who have used it. And uh, one family's experience was that uh, they were using when they arrived, they were using those um, more like a little mini bus. And that was only going to one uh, resort. And then the other family I talked to, they were on the traditional bigger bus and they assigned their seat and just space them out and they stopped at multiple resorts hmm. like normal. So it may be that they're watching the traffic patterns and, yeah. you know, changing some of that, depending on how many people are arriving. I have been down in that area to look at it and they have the social distancing markers on the ground and all. Yeah. Of and the, the plexiglass up at the check-in mm-hmm. counter, everything. Like yeah. That, so. And the hand sanitizer all over the place. And yep. MCO is pretty, still pretty empty. Yeah. Um, we noticed when we were leading <laughs> when we were leaving that they have uh, vending machines. Oh, yeah, PPE oh, yeah, vending machines <laughs> throughout the airport. Mm-hmm. And it had what was in that? At the hotel was that at the? I saw one at MCO. So it has. Mm-hmm. They had masks. They had hand sanitizer, wipes. You could get like mm-hmm. a kit that was basically like All a little packet hand sanitizer. Yeah, everything that you would need for your trip, or you could yeah. just buy. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And Delta will hand you something like that at the gate if you don't have it. It's a little pack that has a mask and a hand sanitizing wipe in it if you don't already have mm-hmm. one. And the hotel has gone now when you get to your hotel from either your Uber or your whatever. You don't even have to go to the desk, theoretically. I You're did. supposed to do the online check-in and go. So we, we got there early-ish. We were there about 1130 and they say your room used to be three. Now they say your room should be ready by four. And we never got the text, never got the text. And we went, to to wound up desk. going to the hotel and going up to the front desk. They're like, oh, yeah, here you go. Like, and I don't she know actually what. gave me a choice. There was plenty ready. And it's so it's kind of funny because I've always used the online check in yeah, and too. I never have problems. I always get the text or if I if the text is taking long, I'll keep looking in the app and your room number will pop up sometimes before the text. Never I had any trouble an with it. Every yeah. time I Maybe it was because you were there because yes. this was the first <laughs> time when I actually wanted it to be the, you know, no interaction experience. Yeah, the, the same, the exact same thing happened. The, the exact same thing happened to me. I've never had a problem before, but I got there at, I landed at like four 30. And by the time I got to the hotel, I still didn't have a text and I went to the desk and they're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Here's your room. And I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, 
I'm not sure. Maybe it's why. because every single person is doing online check-in now. They're just swamped. It's overwhelming the system a little bit. Something. Pop was empty. I really feel that right now, like they're only filling the '60s section because they. I paid for a standard room and I was put in the '60s, which is mm-hmm. preferred. And it looked to me that maybe they were using a little bit of the '50s, like side buildings. But for the most the part, everybody ones was right there. To yeah, the it, and that makes sense. You don't have to send the housekeeping out too far. Things like mm-hmm. that. So. Uh, We were at Wilderness Lodge and same thing. It was very deserted most of the time. Didn't see a lot of people. Usually that lobby is pretty bustling. Yeah. And whispering canyon. That's what feels weird is the lack of bustle. And I never knew knew how palpable that really is. No hustle or bustle. Very little hustle. There was a little hustling with zero bustle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The lobbies are just empty and there's plenty of cast standing there ready to help you. And honestly, they... Couldn't have been sweeter. They're like, welcome, my boy. You know, Everybody we saw it. was so They're happy. happy to have people through there. They have only uh, talked to their dogs for four months. So they're ready yeah. to talk. To <laughs> I, I was talking, talking to a cast member and I, I thanked him for being there. And he was like, oh, no, if, if you guys weren't here, I'd Thank just be you. laying on my couch yeah. trying to think of what to eat next. And I was like, you know, that doesn't sound like that a sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good work good if you can until find you it. have to do it right. months and months and months. The fourth yeah. month of it's doing good that. when you get yeah. a paycheck for it. Yeah. yeah. You and I were not so different after um, all. <laughs> they've they, None of the hotels, same as Universal. There's no valet anymore mm-hmm. um there was there's nobody at the front um i i had read that they would take your they would take your bags from you and deliver them to your room you couldn't accompany them but i didn't see any bill services no ever. that desk was closed at mm-hmm. wilderness they had those lug the lug like at universal they had the luggage carts out so you could use them if you wanted to that's weird because pop had bell services going and like i had i had amazon prime now delivered and they were they were maybe staff. because that's good that's maybe good. because pop is so spread out there and with wilderness they seem only to be using the middle part there yeah they're definitely wilderness Let's lodges see. the only part that's open right now is the copper creek so it's just that one part one half of the hotel and the cabin half of the main hotel yeah. building and then boulder ridge is also open they're actually working on them doing some refurb on the hotel section of wilderness lodge right now mm-hmm. we saw several yeah, the whole left side of the lobby hotel is mm-hmm. uh curtained off but uh, you're taking the time the to work there. on those rooms might as well yeah. yeah. And then definitely the remotes in the bags. Oh, we yeah. saw that or the clean remotes are in the bags. And I, I, just to be safe, I put my I took the remote that was still in the bag and I put it in my own Ziploc bag. Oh, and used it true. through that because <laughs> I don't really trust Disney Ziplocs yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. So. It's well, in a bag so and then it's got that a sticker that says clean. The, <laughs> the things that are obviously just for optics, like some hands had to put that in a bag and put a sticker on it. And like, yeah, one thing I noticed, this. did I don't know about I didn't ask if you guys in your room, they um, the only toiletries I had in my room were the pumps in the shower and one bar of hand soap. There was none of the like lotion or anything like that. that they We had all like, of that. They're just cutting yeah, out we, a pop, the, I guess. The so. Wilderness Lodge is still doing the individual. Yeah, they don't have the pumps yet. There's no pumps. Already. Yeah, they they just aren't including any of the smaller stuff mm-hmm. now. So, and they the housekeeping is a little different. Over at Universal, they're not coming in your room at all. Yeah. At, at Disney, they come in every other day and they t- empty your trash and and refresh your towels. They take but your trash and it. put it on a bench outside your room and leave it there for two <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah, they forgot our trash. <laughs> I was our, I was asked when I checked in if towels. I wanted to to opt out, so I opted out because I was only there for a few nights. But 
Yeah. So you, if you don't even want somebody coming in your room at all to clean, mm-hmm. you can just opt that out is, all the way. That is a possibility. I don't think yeah. they're offering the free credit or the free gift cards that they were giving no. for that anymore. You just don't get your clean. But otherwise, they're not like making your, your bed and stuff like that. They're yeah. just refreshing the towels. And I'll tell you where there was both hustle and bustle. And that was at Disney Springs. We went there the first mm-hmm. night because we didn't get in and we had some errands to run locally. Went over to Disney Springs to eat and do a little shopping. And it's uh, it's not it packed like it used lot. to be, but it is much more busy than when I had been there a month or right at a month earlier. Mm-hmm. So it uh, And almost everything was open, it looked like. Yeah. We just saw one or two shops not open. Yeah, for the oh. most part. Everybody's still wearing masks. They mm-hmm. seem to have caught on to my favorite trick of just walking around holding a bottle at all times <laughs> so that I can yeah, have my mask Yeah, I can't do that on. anymore. Even at Disney Springs, before they were officially enforcing that, it was nobody was doing it. So I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Now their policy is if you want to eat or drink, they they want you to stop and stay apart from other people while Mm -hmm. your mask is off. Do your eating and drinking and then put it back. But we saw most people, even, you know, people who were walking around, say, with a Starbucks they had their mask on and then they would take, take it, it off down and drink to drink and then put it back on. It, it seems that I, I didn't see anybody. I didn't trying see to any of the it. just awful cavalier attitude that I am no, seeing not on at all. YouTube videos. And I mean, you, you can't like get away with it there. I mean, we saw anytime it dipped below, below somebody's nose, a cast member was they'll asking, you gotta please put that out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I saw him doing it to like somebody and they didn't do anything as they walked by and the cast member turned around and followed them and was like, mm-hmm. hello, sorry, you need to do that. Yeah. yeah. yeah and they're, they're all carrying cattle prods now, which is helpful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just shock them the cat there. of nine tails was deemed a little too harsh. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting when we were there a month previous to this trip. Florida did not yet have a mask mandate, oh, that's right. but we still saw it everywhere. We went to Walmart to pick some things up and almost everyone yeah. I saw, maybe one or two people. And in my and town, see- you, you had to have one this whole time. So I, we just masked up to go to Walmart mm-hmm. like one does. And probably 90% of the people in there did. And then it wasn't until after that, uh, local friend that we met said, Oh no, there's no ordinance. So the people that mm-hmm. were doing it, were just doing it of their own volition. It is now required. It is now in Walmart yeah. that you have right. to, but Walmart mm-hmm. has been doing it where they're like, if you yeah. want to come in the store now, you have to. Yeah. And Florida, I believe Florida still doesn't have a mandated state wide, no. no. but state. most of the, mis- most of the municipalities are doing it on their own. So orange County where uh, most of Walt Disney world is in orange County, they have had, a mandate for a while now. And a lot of the other towns and, and counties are doing that on their own. Even Orlando mayor, buddy Dyer is telling you to wear a mask while you're on <laughs> the sure tram is. at the airport. Yeah. They, I noticed they re-recorded the, his, his little tram speech is a little different. I always, I always look forward to hear from mayor buddy, but yeah, buddy I was Dyer. like, Oh, this is sad now. He's, <laughs> he's, he's like, reminding oh. you to stay separate and um, don't you yeah. go dying on me. Probably Disney Springs and Hollywood Studios was where we saw the most yeah. um, number of people. And uh, it even that was... you would have walked in and gone, God is dead here today. Under mm-hmm. normal, uh, yeah, the times. parks were I mean, it was surreal. I've never it, gotten photographs like I got from down there. Oh. It's insane. So not only are the crowds lower, they're severely limiting or maybe just crowds are self-limiting because they're not going. But uh, the the. The crowd level is just non-existent. I have some Nothing. amazing videos of us walking. You know the corridor that goes from Liberty Square 
through uh, between Peter Pan and Small World. That's mm-hmm. always a bottleneck. There wasn't a yeah. soul. Our group of four walked without slowing down even for a second, all mm-hmm. the way from there to the carousel at the center of the back hub. <laughs> like nothing. that never happened. Yeah, yeah. We got incredible photos of the new beautiful castle. What did everybody think? I love it. I think it's gorgeous. I had not liked some of the photos I've seen. It looked almost like a a bruised purple or something like two. It's the pearlescence. If you look at it at certain angles, it's purpley and blue. And I feel like that doesn't photograph well if you're not like. Yeah, there's that and cell phone cameras really exaggerate uh, Mm -hmm. certain colors and stuff. So it. It blows it up. It's yeah, and it was interesting and depending person. on the color. So when the sky was perfectly blue and crystal clear, it looked one color. And when it grayed up behind it, it looked it's really reflective. And there's a lot of natural shimmer and almost that mm-hmm. like those cars in the 90s that would change mm. <laughs> yeah. color like the, you know, sort of going phasing from blue to green. Kind of a chameleon. Purple. Yeah, that that weirdness. There's almost a touch <laughs> of that in the. What looks like a garish purple in photo, I mean, a blue on the top of the turrets looks gorgeous in person because it shimmers mm-hmm. and it catches the light. And it's like mermaid scales. Yeah. I think it fits in with all of Fantasyland so mm-hmm. much better now. It used to be such a subdued color. And then you walk into Fantasyland and it's all those bright colors. And now she really fits in. It was washed out I before. So. And yeah. because there's nobody there, we, I mean... Heather took one Nobody. that I wish I had thought to take. I didn't take it from back. I kept getting close because you can never get close. But she took one from the back where you can see each of the turrets and everything on the I wide angle. I used my wide it's angle. Just, there's not one person Mm-mm. in the in the whole shot. You know. Just nobody. Nuts. From where were you standing? Like by the partner statue? Mm-hmm. I think I was, a, yep, just like right next to it with mm-hmm. my wide angle on so that I could get both of those those side turrets where they hide some of the... Projection mapping projectors. Yeah. And the rides were uh, pretty much 99% walk ons. Mm -hmm. I feel like they had to like list some of them as like 20 minutes and 15 minutes, mainly just because they didn't have any smaller numbers left. Like they used all the small numbers. (laughs) They're like, yeah, I will say they, um, so universal and they, they just kind of threw the doors open. They have some stickers on the floor showing distancing. And they're doing a great job, too, and they're keeping everything nice and clean. But Disney went ahead and just spent a gazillion dollars on, on plexiglass. plexiglass. Yeah. <laughs> but they're retrofitting yeah. most of the ride vehicles, so things with multiple mm-hmm. rows that they can. They're adding screens between the, the rows of seats. And the ones that they don't need to, like constant loading ones and high-capacity machines like Splash Mountain, they're just you know, like our group of four. We had our own boat, so we did one in mm-hmm. each row. Or you fun. could all be together or you could get. Yeah, because you know, they're skipping rows on Splash. They're so cleaning they were, down, they're spraying they're down and sanitizing rows. one boat and then loading the next boat, too. So every other boat gets sanitized. after. Yeah, so boat. we were four and she said, well, we're only filling two rows on each log. So you can either sit two and two or just go ahead and each take a row. So that was what we did. It felt Yeah, when luxurious. do you get to do that? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the plexiglass. So at, uh, over at Universal, when there are sort of two lines that are right next to each other. They've just used the social distance. Yeah. They've used the social distancing markers to just make sure that you're never standing right next to a party. Mm -hmm. But Disney went ahead and put plexiglass in between them, Mm -hmm. Uh, which I'm a bigger dude. And some of those were tight. They felt a little bit claustrophobic there on big thunder mountain 
going down that Yeah, that's ramp. narrow yeah. the ramps down there because they're, they're like, please use two rows. And mm-hmm. actually, they surprisingly made it only one row. Yeah, they were only running one, like two trains on one side because it just the capacity was so low. On the plus um, side, that makes for more surfaces that little kids can lick, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know they what? Have stickers they on were... them that say, please do not touch. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I... see any kids licking or no. rubbing their hands yeah. on anything when we were. And those plexiglass, like they they weren't covered in boogers and yeah. all mm. the stuff you would expect there Yet. to be gross. People are people really seem to be minding their business and doing the right they, thing. They I really was, were. I was impressed and I fully expected some of these knuckleheads to be in there screaming at cast members and you've heard Nothing. Of awful Never stories of people spitting in people's face. But the people mm-hmm. that were there are happy to be there and happy to follow the rules and make it okay and make it safe and make make it as normal as possible. Nobody was in there to pick a fight. Or if yeah. they were, they picked it outside and security. Yeah, I them. never saw anybody uh, getting upset that they were being asked to, to pull a mask up. Um, they had recently announced that no gators. Um, and so well, after that kid, it's no wonder. <laughs> oh, too soon. Yeah. <laughs> no neck gators. Sorry, I should clarify. No neck gators in the park. You have to have a, a traditional mask. <laughs> Ear loops and ties. Ear loops is what they, and, yeah, yeah. and not open at the bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to say, I to you by a children's place. <laughs> I brought, I have to say, I brought down like the paper masks because those are the sort of most comfortable for my Surgical ears. Surgical style yeah, masks. But I mm-hmm. realized pretty quickly that with the amount that I sweat in that heat, that those things were turning into like soggy messes on my face. <laughs> so I, I finally broke down and I bought the one of the Disney ones that they've been selling. And I was really surprised at how comfortable those are. Um, yeah. the, the selection's kind of hard to find. If you're looking for a specific one, you, you got to check multiple locations. And you need to the get resort. the larger size. And you need to they size up larger small. than what you think it is, yeah. especially for kids, too, I found. But because yeah. I bought some for my son. Um, but they are really comfortable. They didn't pull on my ears. They kind of stretch to a point where they fit and kind of conform yeah, to the face do, a lot more. They're, they're tight at first. Mm-hmm. They loosen up. But I, I've, I've had a lot of the the sort mm-hmm. of uh, fabric ones since this all started, and those have been the ones that are the most comfortable. I found they're very similar to the ones at Universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're super cheap. They're six bucks a piece, or you can get four for twenty. So mm-hmm. it's, it's good I do recommend having a backup one or two in your park bag um, in case you get. Because I was kind of yeah. using it to mop up. <laughs> yeah, you need, you should and bring multiple masks because yeah, once they get soggy and wet, you can't mm-hmm. breathe through them anymore. So, <laughs> and if you do, I had one uh, that where my my ear loop broke. Oh, um, and they will. You can go to a cast member and they'll give you a new surgical mask if your if your yours breaks or whatever. Oh, good. Wearing them on rides didn't bother me at all. Yeah, it didn't no, bother no. me at Universal either. Good. It the masks that you can get uh, from uh, our shop that's linked on the front page of our website or from Enchanted Tiki Tees are also really comfortable. I, that's what so I I'm ended up wearing the whole time, actually. Mm-hmm. And I really, I, I liked it a lot. Um, I had been wearing one, uh, the kind with the ties. Um, and I had been wearing one that was a little bit open at the bottom. Um, and I didn't do that this trip because of the... They really want you to have one that's closed Cinched all the way the around. Gym. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I went with with my enchanted tiki tees masks, and they I thought I found them very comfortable. I gave them a wash so that they're because they're a little stiff when you first get them. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, did you guys um, get great. some of the Disney ones, and they were like too small even for your little kids? 
Yeah, well, we bought Ken, Kendra ordered them when they first first offered them months and months ago, and they had adult size and kid size. Mm-hmm. That's and what happened. Kid size. Oh yeah. The kid size barely fits my three-year-old. It pulls yep. his ears forward. Um, and the adult size was what was ended up small. fitting him, right? Yeah, the adult size w- worked for all the rest, for mm-hmm. my two older kids. And now what they do is they have adult and youth sizes, and then they have small, medium, large, and extra large in adult and youth. And really, the the large and the extra large is what seems Jess to Jess and I adults. have discovered during this uh, these uncertain times that we have... Thin cartilaged floppy ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, it's, that's why I was loops. surprised those didn't pull on my ears too hard. Cause if it's it at all pulling, my ears just flop over like Dumbo mm-hmm. and they pop mm-hmm. off. So yeah, why it's my, yeah. or not why uh, my uh, Alex that happens to his ears too yeah. with the Disney ones. One of those yeah, million kids. I, I just, you could take my so ears and just kids. like, look at it, like a dog's <laughs> yeah. ear and bend it all around. I had no idea that wasn't normal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't go around bending people's ears. Yeah. My wife's like, you just have thin cartilage on your ears. Like, yeah. Okay. Which she would know from bending ears down to cut hair. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she's true. a hairstylist. So she was like, oh yeah, there's the worst. She said the worst is when people have like super hard cartilage and you cannot get their ear out yeah, of the she way. Has yeah. to, she has to have a coworker come over and hold it down. <laughs> I'm like, that <laughs> must be great for masks. Yeah. Those guys are doing great. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Mm. They fit well on Casey in front of the Casey's hot dog. Yeah. yeah. We, we masked up Casey. <laughs> uh, we also made it to Epcot for the opening of the world's longest Food and Wine Festival, or what I like to call the the Flower and Wine Festival. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. They obviously had a lot of merch left over from fl- uh, Flower and Garden, so that's yeah, what that's they're selling. All we saw. They was have the some new posters out merch. for Food and Wine, but it mm-hmm. they got to move those taste of Food and Wine. Or but even the a posters taste of are smaller. Epcot. Food and wine festival. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. the posters are smaller. Did you like we everywhere you mm-hmm. looked where they had a poster up for the festival, you could see where they would hang the normal poster. Mm-hmm. And it was like half the size of the, of the yeah. normal one. But all the all the food and wine booths are out. Yeah. Serving their food. It felt like and far fewer to me. It, it, yeah, there is. There's uh, roughly yeah, over 20 those, when it's usually over like 30, 35, yeah. something like that. Some so. of those extra ones that. Like Brazil. They didn't have like the honeybee area. No Brazil. Those where they build mm-hmm. kind of no. more yeah. permanent. No. They didn't put really any any sort of decor in. They left the Remy topiary from Flower and Garden. Mm-hmm. And then they've got some posters up, but they didn't put in the sort of the grotto areas where usually they want people to go and try new food and hang mm-hmm. out and mm-hmm. things like that. So no hanging this out. The world you get showcase. Your food and you keep moving. Keep yes, moving. please. But but world find a showcase. safe place to take your mouth. Uh, felt a little odd without the international staff. Yeah. yeah. You know what I did notice kind of a, though was everywhere we went, the I guess they have a lot of international staff that you know that aren't that are permanent college residents. program. They've mm-hmm. become residents or or permanent work visa people or however it is. And so, like in Mexico, the, every single employee mm-hmm. in there was yeah. Mexican. Yeah, we hit La Cava. No, no sitting at the tables in La Cava del Tequila right now. It's just. Uh, They've 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 used that whole space for the line. To yeah, they've it, snaked a line through distant. the little yeah. dining room area. So you have to take your margs to go, which we did. And you have to um, enter a certain way into Mexico mm-hmm. altogether and exit mm-hmm. a specific way. So, yeah. But all of the cast members seemed we when that day we walked into Epcot, everybody was cheering. Yeah, that was grand saying, opening day for, for Epcot. Back. Besides the cast member previews, that was the first. And we were there right at um, mm-hmm. right at right Rope Drop. Opened. 
which now is 11 o'clock. The whole park opens at 11 Mm -hmm. instead of staggering nine and 11 like they used to. Mm -hmm. But every, you know, there was a line of people clapping and cheering and welcome home and all that. And it it made me a little misty eyed. It was great. (laughs) We've heard so much garbage about people, like almost as if the cast members are being held hostage and being forced to to be there. That is not the case at all. People want, you know, I personally know somebody that was, dying to get back to work and he mm-hmm. was just able to go back to work yesterday as mm-hmm. we left and uh he's ready for it he's there mm-hmm. and that's why he moved there he wants to be at work at disney and it's not a it's not a hardship that's what they want to do mm-hmm. and what they what who's been called back so far as all of their full-time staff very few part-time workers have mm-hmm. had to be called back yet and a lot of them can't wait we had we talked to uh, a friend who who works He's an adventure guide. That's his full-time job. And obviously that's on hold right now. Um, But his part-time job is in guest services and he hasn't been called back yet. And he cannot wait to get back to work. Yeah. And so in the meantime, he was playing in In the the parks parks like we were. So that's how we ran into it. Yeah. Oh, we should mention the new bag check security procedure that I kind of. Oh, so great. Definitely staying. They've spent a gazillion dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So new new scanners, right? Yeah. You only have to take out large metal objects like uh, umbrellas or Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Metal water bottles. Right. And then you hold those up and you walk through the metal detector and then that's it. Mm -hmm. You can keep it. They said sometimes glasses cases that have a metal hinge Mm -hmm. on them. That was that seems to be what was um, one of the days that yeah, was giving me. I went problems. through with two different types of glasses cases, and neither mm-hmm. of mine set it off. So I don't know what style they're talking about. But well, at one time they, I went through and and left my battery external battery pack in my bag, and and nothing happened. And then the second mm-hmm. time I went to another park, they said, you know, make sure you take that out, take that which out. I did, but I didn't say uh, well, it didn't set off that before. It looked like. They hadn't put the same new machines in at all the parks. Hollywood Studios didn't look like they had the newer. They were asking people to take more stuff out of their bags. Yeah. But you could still leave your phone. Um, the day that it was the day that I carried a backpack with umbrellas because it was looking like it might be a little stormy. Even including then I had trouble. Temperature checking and all that. The entry was still, of course, Very fewer smooth. people. But, you know, even if you had 30 people in front of you, you got through in mm-hmm. a third of the time. You I, think, I think a big thing for checking. that and the, and a thing I really love that they don't have to do right now are the stupid finger scans. Mm-hmm. That, that thing slows helping. stuff down. Oh, it slows things down so much. And it was just so nice. Like it didn't matter who was in front of you. Grandma didn't yep. have to figure out what finger she Which used. Which finger did like, I use? Yes, my own oh. son every time. Like mm-hmm. can't figure it out. Like son, it is always it's, your right use pointer the same finger. finger. And why do I know it? And you don't. If we could just get every single person who goes to realize that there are two magic band scanners yes, at yes, each one. And if there's them. one empty, go to the, go to the other one. <laughs> the temperature screening. I was a little nervous about because mm-hmm, it's rectal. Uh, <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> um, they're not well, doing what was I getting done? <laughs> <laughs> you went to a different park. They're not doing parking lot shuttles right now. So you are walking from the parking lots and uh, it's hot in Florida. And uh, the day that we went into Epcot, we parked at the boardwalk and it was a bit of a walk and the, it was, hot, you know, the height of the sun beating down on your forehead. And I was curious what's going to happen if you register a little hot and it did happen to me 
So he hit my forehead and he said, Ooh, you're 99.9. I'm like, ah, and he, so what he had, the next step was that he took it behind my ear and it registered normal. And so I got to go on, but I did ask him what would have happened if it had been high behind my ear. And what they do is they have a cooling tent and they send you into the cooling tent and they ask you to sit for five minutes. They have fans in there and, and uh, uh, those little cone cups, cold water and whatever to go. To. And then they check it again. And if you actually do have a fever, it's not going to go down. But if it was just because of the sun hitting you, um, then they'll check it again and, and you'll get to go. If you anybody that they find that actually does have a fever, your whole party does get turned away. And you have to leave. One thing I did notice, they uh, at Universal, they check you at every hotel when you go in. And then I you get a that. wristband and you're cleared to go to the parks. And I was hoping Disney would do that. But they are, if you're on the monorail line, they check you before you mm-hmm. go on to that. So I kind of like that system. Same as and when they you, do And for when you get off the yeah. boat, they checked you right, right at when you got off the boat mm-hmm. or the bus. I didn't see anybody... Getting turned away because they yeah. had a fever. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, it's, Basically, when yeah. you have a fever, you feel like crap. You, you don't want yeah. to go. To Why are you? I you're not going to go in the Florida heat. The yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky. I typically run a little cold anyway. I do too. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm about a degree and a half below mm-hmm. average. So <laughs> yeah, my normal is like 97. I always run hot, so I was always worried. And I and in the sun, I sweat and I get like super hot and red. So I was like, well, if I'm going to falsely, if anybody's going to falsely set it off, it's going to be me. And I they didn't didn't say anything. I did kind of like that uh, that he because they say they're only denying entry if you're a hundred point four or higher. Yeah. And so when he hit my forehead and it was ninety nine point nine, he could have just said, you know, go ahead. But he did go, he did take the extra minute to check and make sure that it was normal. I, I'm kind of curious if I was 99 behind the ear, what's what's the call there? Like yeah. you're saying you, that you're still supposed to be able to go in. Um, they didn't, I didn't ask that part, but um, they are being very thorough and they're taking everything seriously. And all of the guests who were there were also Taking it all Taking seriously. Taking it seriously. I, great. I just couldn't have been more impressed with the the handling and the planning. And I know mm-hmm. that everybody's giving it a little bit of crap right now because numbers, numbers, numbers. And why yeah. are they opening? But they, honestly, I we were never very near other people. No. Not on ride vehicles, not in the queues the way they and have. And there's, there's another far difference. more at risk at Winn-Dixie shopping. Oh, for sure. Now, that's normal some, for Winn-Dixie. Some of the rides, um, we didn't <laughs> yeah, talk about... Pre-show has gone away. Yeah, in the rides, you walk through the stretching room. Yeah, apparently there are both windows and doors there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Bye. still had that. They still had the soundtrack going, so you could hear him saying, "You know, welcome, foolish mortals." There's that always my way. There. Come back. I was hanging myself. <laughs> I'm not done. Uh, where else did we see the oh, Tower of Terror? You mm-hmm. walk through that. Which yeah. I that room. wish they'd always. I do not. <laughs> There's a lot of preamble on that ride for the part that everybody wants. Well, and especially if you're accompanied by a teenager who loves to purposely put out the highest pitch, loudest scream he can muster when the or lights an, go out. Or an almost 50 year old. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> um, where else did we see? I was trying to think if there were any other rides that we saw anything sort of modified. 
Uh, mostly, it was just the modified. The cues and the, if you're if you're doing Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run, it's just going to be your party. Oh They're right, not and you because it was just the four yeah. of us. They're not shoving in no, any engineers right. or anything like that. You and know, you can't there's... sit at the little table. T- Tough for hollow chest to take yeah. a photo. What I want to know is yeah. if if you're just a single party, like can you try to fly the Millennium Falcon all by yourself? Yeah, I wonder was... about that. I oh, single reach over and just like try to reach because all the they they could put it. They could put you in there with engineer and no gunner. But yeah, I guess they're not be... doing single rider lines either because they don't want no. to. Put no, those are with... all gone. Yeah, no single rider. Right but there was no need for any of it. And we had it. a every we waited no more than oh. 10 minutes for anything. Yeah, it's basically the the wait time for rides was the amount of time it took you to walk through the queue. It's yeah, well, and then a little bit of extra mansion, for the sanitizing. On a mansion. Um, yeah, that's true. We that on the rock and roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, true. we just walked right in. Um, rock and roller coaster. They're running every yeah, other they, train. And then within every other train. Because once, doing once they empty seat. it... Once they empty it, they spray it down with a sanitizing spray and then run it through empty to dry it mm-hmm. so that you don't. So that took a little bit of extra time. Yeah, but that was air conditioned in the dark time watching the process. So I was happy to do it. Yeah, it was kind of good. And that was another one where they put plexiglass in between uh, when you're standing at the gate. Same at um Big Thunder in between when you're when you're sent into the little corral to get onto the train, there's mm-hmm. plexiglass. You yeah. miss out on Aerosmith uh, and their whole amazing show. I never miss out on Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine every time I don't see Each them. Each time That's I don't have flashing the shocker at least. That's right. <laughs> we walk we didn't even walk through that room, did we? They sent us um they sent us just right up and into the into the queue. No, we did go to that room. You just walked right um, through it because we went in the balcony part of that queue. And- they are using the um, they are using the fast pass lines for uh, the disability access service. So when you've got uh, the people once they've gotten their return time, or if the ride broke down, like we were on Splash Mountain, mm-hmm. uh, and we just turned the corner and started the first initial climb on Splash and got hung there, and we had to get evacuated out. Um, but there was a long line of people there that they were scanning the bands to give them a, uh, even though they're not using fast pass, they're using those as alternative access lines for any DAS return or other reason you need to have special mm-hmm. access. It was great. Yeah. yeah. I, it was such a weird feeling. I, I felt it was really cool to be there when it's so empty and the yeah. photo opportunities were great and it, you felt like, you know, you, you had, you were at some weird special event, but it was mm-hmm. also sad because it's July. Cause it's, it's not a special event. It's people. especially crappy. Yeah. yeah I, I, like Jeff was saying, I didn't realize how much I would miss the sort of din of just, mm-hmm. you know, noise of, of other people. You know, I, I, you get to the point where it's, too much and you go mm-hmm. so often that you're just like i just want yeah. people to be gone and then you're they're they're gone and in certain sections of the park and, uh, and you're like yeah I, but i didn't even get uh, blasted in the face with a bubble gun one time no Aww. there were no bubble ones i didn't even see them selling them i didn't I get did. to play i did see some did bubbles you? one time yeah, i saw oh, okay. a few yeah i didn't get to play my favorite just game of, of where's the breakdown dad where you get to see a dad <laughs> yeah. just completely yeah. loses mine on his family yeah. 
Um, now, all this, all, as empty as it was, <laughs> all of the safety procedures they've put in place, you can tell that they are equipped to handle when the crowds start picking up. Yeah, I, and it's going to be really gradual. I feel it will be because we did see four months of no Star Wars town really got on some people's nerves. You could tell because that's where everybody was going. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Was Hollywood, Hollywood Studios, Studios. Was, had the most crowd. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's the one that's, that's still, booked up for, for yeah. a few weeks. We saw the most people there, but it was still safely distanced and mm-hmm. um Oga's cantina a, that oh, was wow. that, that was the one thing i didn't I, I missed people in but it was really nice to be able to actually see that we entire had so space so much space in there there were it was us there was and maybe like six or seven other parties of like two or three people each yeah. just mm-hmm. spread they out had, uh, our amazing. party of four were in one of those little table alcove things and then there's a table that are staggered between each of those alcoves between there and the bar there was one girl by herself there, and then the alcove next to us had. But we're all like twelve feet apart. Mm-hmm. Nobody lined up at, Nobody the at the bar. Yeah, they're not serving at the bar, which is kind of weird. I, it I would was think weird. that maybe when they increase picture. capacity and increase that sort of they thing, they could they might. put a couple people. You know, yeah, because they could easily people. put markers and distance them out. But I just mm-hmm. think that they're 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 going slow. They're they're being as cautious, I feel, as they can be, mm-hmm. and ramping this up as slowly as they can. And there's there's obviously nothing wrong with that. So mm-hmm. yeah. We're, we're going to hopefully get there and doing that will hopefully keep them from having sort of some sort of disaster or hiccup that would cause them to reclose, you know? Yeah. I felt yeah. perfectly safe the whole time. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. There was never like, oh, too many people. And I get that at the grocery store or uh, yeah. many places around locally, but I just didn't get that here. They have the luxury of space. They can spread way. That is out. very, very true. And if if I don't know how Disneyland will work because it's just not nearly. Mm-hmm. If they start picking up in Florida, they can open some more things like maybe the water parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have one mini golf. The Fantasia one is open. If they had the yeah. water parks open now, there would be literally fifteen people in each park. Like there's, oh, I very see true. Now why they're just didn't even. Yeah, we were at open. we went to Volcano Bay uh, a week ago and. It was very, very empty. It was great. Uh, no lines, no lines, no waiting anywhere. <laughs> no need for tapu tapu. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had great experiences in all the restaurants we visited. Everything is yeah. being very carefully spaced. I kind of love their online check-in now. You scan a little QR code, or if you're already in your My Disney Experience app, you just check in. And check you wait in for there, them to text you. And then you, you scan a QR code and the menu's there. So by the time you sit down, you already know what you want. I love I that really too love because that. I, I hate when I sit down and I order something and then halfway through the meal, I decide I want, say, like a drink, but I don't want to ask for the drink menu again. All you have because to do is Because they're just always your, taking the menu. Right. Or you have to flag them back down and like get him to come bring it back. That I was able to just pull my phone out and be like, oh, okay, now I want this. You know, that that's sure, smart. We, and they should have done that, that all along. They've always had the menus mm-hmm. online. I do hope that they keep that uh, uh, not, you know, not having to pass out a menu. Yeah. Um, and they got rid of the little leather folder that they put your mail in and they put mm-hmm. it in a paper folder. Now, paper is safer. <laughs> well, it's disposable. Still yes. paper straws, sadly, but. Ugh. Yeah, they had gone to that. And oh, the uh, we should talk about the refillable mug situation, Jeff. That was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. So when you check in and uh, it, 
what used to be with a dining plan there included, but now there's no dining plan. But each resort offers a refillable mug for a certain amount of money for your whole stay. And I love Fountain Diet Coke. However, I don't think I'll do that again if I go during these uncertain times again, because they give you the mug. And then, but you can't use it because they can't hand it back to you. So you just show them that you have the mug and your receipt, and then they give you a paper cup and a paper straw full of the thing. Yeah. Hand you that. And they go, that you could weird. pour that into your mug if you want to drink out of it. So I just kept mine in the wrapper. I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah. not even going to use it. I just showed it to them and then they gave me a new yeah. one. But it, so every there is time no self serve anything. And so that yeah. kind of took way These too long. These uncertain times are a little hard on the earth. We're using way, way more paper and mm-hmm. well, we're <laughs> disposable back to people first. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did like those um, those cool new uh, utensil dispensers that they had at Food and Wine. Yeah, we took a little video of it. They've got new ones where you just pull out one instead of pushing down on that butt that bar and that like gross, a bunch of them flow. Yeah. And a bunch of them fly out and then there's still some sitting there. And then if you're going back up, you're it all. I always think, OK, do I pick up the one that's just sitting I there or do. do I hit the bar and get another one? <laughs> but they've redesigned those so that it just dispenses one at a time. Yeah, when you pull one cool. out, the next one comes out like spring loaded. Mm-hmm. And it's just the back of it. And so you're not you're never touching. You can see that no one has ever touched the thing that's going to go in your mouth, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Only version of things. I, I would yes. have that. <laughs> and all the straws now they've gone to pre-wrapped, uh, individually wrapped straws. Yep. No, no grabbing uh, and none of those straw dispensers. It's all they, they're wrapped in paper, so they're safe. That's that's the way that it's going to be for a little while, I think. And. Yep. Um, I'm okay. There are a lot of the things that they're doing now that I kind of hope stick around. Some of it I want to go away as soon as possible, but mm-hmm. um, some of it's is kind of cool, and hopefully, maybe some of it sticks around. Um, I hope the parks increase, uh, the the visitors increase soon. Oh yeah. Why yeah. is that, Heather? <laughs> well, um, my my job depends on it. Ah, yes, and <laughs> the jobs of, of yes. hundreds of others. Those of us mm. who work in the travel and tourism industry really would like people to start traveling again soon. And um, the theme, the Central Florida theme parks that we have visited are definitely I can wholeheartedly recommend them as a safe place to visit right now. Well, if you're excited to get back to Walt Disney World or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a fairy tale castle full of expert <laughs> travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with no obligation quote. And don't forget to catch up with our friend the Theme Park Professor for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Check out our newly redesigned website at www.goldkeyadventures.com. The site has been streamlined to make it even easier to listen to the episode you want on the player of your choice. And while you're there, if you're so inclined and able to do so, you can help support the podcast and show the host some love by buying them a coffee using the donate link on the front page. Of course, the absolute best way to show us some support is still to tell someone how much you love the show. If you have a friend or two who would appreciate our particular brand of hobo-loving, baby-jumping, bear-punching, globe-trotting jackassery, send them our way. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Don't be a human flows. Put on a mask. 
To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe, or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure. Listen to the Gold Key Adventure Society!